What's going on, everybody? Loosely Attached is back. And honestly, man, this episode is one of the funniest conversations that I've had in a long, long time. Man, we got Trey in the building for his birthday. Past memories from high school, really just growing up in general. Logan gets into his stories with a woman named Miss Roethlisberger, which you're not going to want to miss. Second string for the Steelers. Right behind Big Ben. Crazy. And uh, I want to give a huge shout out to Annie Mathis. We did a little bit of an Easter egg at the end of last week's episode where we said, hey, if you listen to the end, tell us what your favorite type of cheese is. We'll shout you out at the beginning. Annie was the only one that said, hey, I listened to the end. My favorite type of cheese is queso from Chipotle. So wait, here we go. I'm just reading this. Our dude, Jack Edwards, finished the podcast. His favorite type of cheese is... Oh my God, how do you say this? Oshasa? <laughs> I'm Googling it. Oaxaca. Oaxaca? Oaxaca. His favorite type of cheese is Oaxaca? Yep. Bro, shout out Jack Edwards, bro, but you just flexed on me with exotic cheese. <laughs> Who else? Anybody else? Shout out to our dude, Tom. Mozzarella cheese is the way to go. Hell yeah. D- Tom, thanks for listening to the end, man. Tom's keeping it nice and classy. I like it. I love that. Yeah, I mean, man, sometimes it's short and sweet. Hey, for everybody who listened to the end, thanks a lot. We got a banger coming your way. Miss Roethlisberger, it's Trey's birthday. Get a drink. Let's get in there. Okay, let's go. Loosely Attached is back for another episode. And man, it's the birthday episode. We got Trey here from Mobile on his birthday. What's up, dude? What's going on, y'all? It's me, Trey. Been Logan's friend forever. Robert Earl Anderson III is in the fucking house. That's a hell of a name, dude. (laughs) That's my street name. So Robert Earl Anderson (laughs) III sounds like a boxer. I wish I could be a boxer. My face is too He's actually 2-0. 2-0 in fights? Yeah. Like actual ring fights or street no, fights? Not just just street fights. Man. Dude, it's, it's where were you street fighting? It's an open case, so we can't go too into detail. But let let's let's um let's describe it without using names. Did you watch the Jake Paul fight? Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like that, except um I was Jake Paul and the other guy was him. You mean Ben? Oh, you Logan? It no, was no, you? no. Definitely Ben Askren. You wait. <laughs> So you fought Logan. Me and Logan have fought it countless times. We only counted it once because one time he was mad at me for spending $8 at Waffle House. <laughs> he did. Because he said he was broke. That's the, that is well, the offered, money saving in Logan look, coming man, out. I offered to pay for him and the kid fucking balls out at a Waffle House. Dude, and- it was $8. You, you worked a 60-hour right. shift that week. Dude, you know, what, you know what pisses me off more than anything is when people say, hey, don't worry, I'm going to pick up the check. <laughs> And then nickel and dime you, like don't get don't get a beer or don't get an appetizer. If you say you're picking up the check, you're okay with whatever happens. That's this motherfucker That's, right here. That yeah. is him to a T. He's like, hey man, dude, I'll buy you a drink or something. He's like, just make sure you get water. Yeah, a drink. Free. Yeah. That is so fucked up, Logan. <laughs> that you have no idea how terrible that is, honestly. It's all good. So you're about to go out to eat with him after this for his birthday. What's he getting? Not yet. I don't even know where we're going. He he said that he wants to go somewhere. I never know where he wants to go. So you fist fought over, you said it was Waffle House? Waffle House. That's so dumb, dude. Gunfight. 
What? Gunfight. A gunfight? It was a gunfight. It was not a gunfight. This man will not touch a gun to save his life. Yeah, I'm a little scared of the kick. No, he told me one time, Logan, I, I specifically remember Logan telling me a story where he threatened a dude with a pistol, but he didn't want to shoot him, so he just hit him with the butt of the pistol instead. Jeez. I didn't I didn't hit him. It I'm was, getting conflicting stories, was, that's all I'm saying. It was a, it was a, it's a long story, but he, he never actually got hit. It was just a, it's a big misunderstanding, and we came out on top. Oh, yeah. I do know the guy. No. That definitely sounds like a misunderstanding. <laughs> this happened at, um, this was the restaurant th- that we worked at. I'm not going to drop their name because I hate them, and I don't want to give them that. Yeah, no free ads. No free ads. Fuck those guys. That. No, but this dude was pissed because it was him and two of our other friends were hitting on this guy's girlfriend. She was the bartender. Got you know, it. We were all 16 at the time, and she was sitting on us, which was already kind of fucking weird. You know, she, she's, she's a bartender. So the dude, he cooks there, he does shit. He gets pissed. Pulls a fucking gun out on him. <laughs> Middle of the kitchen. Straight up, dude. And then he he's like, oh, are you fucking talking to my girlfriend? It's like, bro, homeboy pulled out the fucking nine on them. <laughs> like, these kids, like, they just started driving, and then he yeah. starts crying because he feels bad. Yeah, dude. Wait, gets, time out. Who, the dude who pulled the gun started yes. crying? Yeah. Oh, my God. He That's emotional yeah, he instability. Was, he was bro, scared for, like, whatever reason. It was, a, it was a crazy time. We were like 16 at this time. Yes, dude. He just started driving. This was before I, I started working there. Thank God. Because, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of a bitch, frankly. I, I was like, you just pull a fucking gun on me, dude? I, I signed up to wash dishes. I'm getting a fucking gun pulled on me right Wait, now. Are you fucking kidding me? Were you there that day? No, this was literally like three days beforehand. Okay, so you're just repeating the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, so you weren't actually physically no, there. Thank yeah. God. I don't think I was there either. I think... It was the two friends that told you us. You were working there. I, was I? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. I remember we, we all worked there every day. Yeah, I know. I remember working there very clearly. Yeah, we. I'd put like 80-hour weeks in. That was that was the come-up story. Insane. And, in and dudes And dudes just had Ninas in the in their yeah. fucking belts. Well, it's Alabama, man. You, That's what they're <laughs> on? Gotta, yeah, literally. Dolphin Island. Shout out Dolphin Island. And I guess. Every single night before they go to bed, they thank God for the Second Amendment. That's their favorite thing to do. It's just, thank you, Jesus. Facts. And just go to bed. <laughs> hey, bro, I, I saw a Snap video from back home. Uh, shout out Grace Beagle if she's listening, bro. But she put a video on her Snap story. She was at a Mexican restaurant, and the waiter was at the fucking table, and she took a video of her friend paying the check and then panned slightly to the right with her phone, and in the fucking waiter's belt is a gun with an extended clip <laughs> in his, hanging out of his damn pants on the job at the table, bro. Yeah. I could not believe my eyes. I had to slide up. I was like, there's no shot. Those ladies go crazy for those margaritas on Thursday, man. I'm telling you, man. If that, I mean, if, honestly, though, he might he might be doing that for personal defense, like just to fend people off on yeah. margarita special nights. Cinco de Mayo was a crazy month in Mobile. That's all I know. So, I actually or, not I, month day. I mean that shit is crazy though. Honestly, I can't believe that you guys grew up in that environment. I did not grow up around weaponry of really yeah. any type. Honestly, I'm gonna just say it. Oh man, dude, growing up uh, in Mobile is kind of like you know those weird dreams you have that you try to forget, and and you really wish you could, but it's burned into your brain. Yeah, man, you see crazy shit every day, dude. I remember me and my girlfriend were driving somewhere. This guy, he was homeless. You know, he, he was holding up a sign, and somebody tried to give him, like, food and said, bro, he threw it on the fucking ground. <laughs> Just straight up said, I don't want that shit. Like, bro, what? I thought you were hungry. <laughs> you know? That but, is insane. Like, dude, me, one time, me and my dad were um leaving a church's chicken. 
which I don't know if you heard of churches. Shout out churches. Yes. Shout that's out a to big, chicken, that is a big Southern. Biscuits, oh my God. Yeah. Dude, we were walking out. My dad, he almost stepped on a hypodermic needle. Damn. There was a hypodermic needle sitting outside the churches and we told him, we're like, Hey man, there's a, f-. And, and the dude just looks so, he's like, not again, man. He, he, so I heard him. He was like, I don't remember the name, but he's like, hey, man, can you go grab the broom and the dustpan, please? There's another needle out front. Let me, let me, <laughs> another one. <laughs> let me take a guess. Tillman's Corner. No. This oh, was, was um, it was close to Tillman's Corner. It was right off of the Theodore exit. Ah, uh, even worse. Yep, and and, and everyone, everybody knows where that is, including me. I mean, you know. <laughs> Shout out Theodore, man. Shout out Theodore. Their coach <laughs> just got into a fist fight at the state docks. Damn. So, Are you serious? Yeah, but I'm not going to dwell into that because that's like a case. Yeah, but. I was going to say that's an, I, I, I do remember Logan talking about that. That's an open, in, that's an open yeah, investigation still. That, I don't even know too much about it. That's a little synopsis on what it's like in Mobile, man. No, I get it. And honestly, I don't think that that's the only place that is like that, but I, I mean, I won't lie. That's definitely rough a little bit. I mean, people did a lot of crazy shit where I came from too, but I think it was just a little bit less sporadic. Like you guys, like Logan told me that there is like this Asian temple where people go and just fist fight each other. Yeah. What is there an Asian temple doing in Southern Alabama where people go and beat the crap out of each other? Well, that's so random. Well, back in the day, like, this is where I think a lot of the Asians migrated to, like, the bayou because of the shrimping industry. I think that's that's what I was told anyway. It has to be, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where their landing point was, and now it's, like, kind of a part of the bayou culture. It's a lot of, like, a lot of, I know a lot of Thai, a lot of Vietnamese. A lot of Vietnamese. A lot of Laos. A lot of Vietnamese people yeah. there. You know, that's such a wild dynamic, though, like, the mixture of, like, like sleeveless plaid shirt, like, hicks, and, mm-hmm. and then, like... A completely different, like, elegant Asian culture. Yeah. Just, like, blended together in one it's city. It's kind of insane, honestly, because, like, these are the most racist people I've ever seen in my entire life. No, I get it. But the environment is so culturally diverse. It's insane. I know if you drive five minutes from the middle school there, you get you get to a whole community of Vietnamese, Cambodian, Thai, even some Chinese people. If you drive up a little more, you you have black communities, you have Hispanic people there, and then drive to the other side, it's just white people. And that, and that's all they know, really. Yeah. And they're just all racist. I don't know how that works. And everybody's racist it. to each other. Honestly. Like, it's like not just white on black or not just like black on Asian. Like the Asians are racist amongst other Asians and whites are racist among other whites mixed with whatever, whatever. And <laughs> so it's, it's just, it's like just one big war. fucking it's gang so, war. Insane. <laughs> That's insane to me, yeah. honestly. Well, speaking of, I remember we were talking about um, like we're surrounded by Hicks, right? But where you came from, they want to be Hicks. That's right. That's nuts to me. Dude, it's insane to me. West Virginia specifically, like where I went to college, was a lot like that. But even in Ohio, like there were there were guys who would straight up emulate the South. And they would try so hard to be these, you know, like Southern guys. Like they would force Southern accents, never leaving the North. They would force these Southern accents into their vernacular so that when they spoke, it would sound like they were from Alabama or from Florida or wherever. But they weren't. And they would, you know, they'd play the part. They'd listen to country. They'd drive trucks, everything else. But then when they would get around people who they wanted to sound cool around, you know, who were, like, more northern, dude, their their energy completely changed. They became, like, the biggest baby fans of all time. Like, dumb shit like that. And, and, dude, like, just pick a side. 
Well, it's, it's kind of the same with us. Like, we'll have, like, these real redneck kids and Columbia hats or whatever the fuck they wear and these big-ass trucks that are leaned in the back squatted, and then you'll hear them bumping, like, fucking... They love NBA young boys. Yeah, like, young boy and shit. <laughs> they like, love young Loud boy. as fuck, and they'll, and they'll chill out in a parking lot somewhere. <laughs> it's crazy, because it stands for never broke again. These kids have never been broken in their life. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. They're coming. never been broken their entire life. That dude. is hilarious. Their dad's ranch bought them their 2016 Tacoma, and, and then they decided to squat the damn thing so they can't see over the fucking steering wheel. Squat? And then they'll... Squat it. What does squat mean? So, do you know how they have, like, lifted trucks, you know? Yeah. Squatted is whenever they take the rear tires and put them lower than the front tires. So, oh, so it's squatting. It is a 45-degree <laughs> angle. It, it, it looks like a dog is taking a shit. That yeah. shit is valid, brother. Dude, it's fucking <laughs> <That> vile. Is, <laughs> it's vile, man. Dude, that is crazy. You know what else I noticed about the a couple like demographics of Southern guys down here? Especially here in Florida. And, and you know, a massive shout-out to recurring guests, the Local Six, who... I was hanging out with at a bowling alley of all places. They go and kick it at this bowling alley. And we were there and a dude came up like dressed full on hick and then came up and started talking very, very much like NBA young boy would have like that, that slang, which I will sound like a buffoon if I imitate, but like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's like that rapper slang. And, And I was like, he was talking in a serious voice because he never broke character. Like this was his this was his purely intentional voice. I was wow. astonished. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And but honestly, big respect to the guy. He was really funny, really nice. But I I honestly even looked at him and I said, "Man, what's your deal? <laughs> like where like where do you come from and what have you been doing all this time? Like what were your what were your guys' schools like here?" I our schools were definitely not of the best. Um I don't even know where to start, man. I I know we had like certain teachers. It's hard it's hard being born and raised in a place that's surrounded by a lot of ignorance. I won't say stupid, but ignorance. Yeah. And then going to school and even college in the same area, you're going to get teachers of products of your environment. Oh. Right. And it's hard to teach somebody a way out if you can't even make it out yourself and they can't really teach the way I would want to be taught anyway. Right, right. The way that teaching is, or just public schooling in general from what I know, is um, they don't teach you how to survive yeah. at all. They, they, they teach you what they think should be taught, and that's kind of a problem. Whenever you're going through high school, especially high school, because I know after my freshman year at college, High school, high school didn't teach me jack shit, man. A hundred percent. I'm talking about, dude, it taught me how to remember. Hey, it didn't teach anyone else anything either, I promise yeah, you. So Academically, no it, way. It te- as soon as you get to your first college class and you're getting asked these questions where you have to apply your knowledge, you don't know how. Yeah. Because you're just taught, oh, hey, what's this formula? Or you can just, here, we'll give you this formula sheet. Yeah. They don't give you formula sheets in college, man. They don't give you formula sheets in the real life either. No. And, well, and you don't get to learn any of the skills you need to learn. Well, very true. Not even, not even academics. Like, I, I touched on this a little bit in the last episode. Like, I've never taken a stock class in high school. No, I've never taken. I've that. never taken a taxes class in high school. Or, and no one tells you to, to look into it yeah, yourself yeah, either nobody. in your off time. And benefit of the doubt... Most adults still don't understand taxes or or stocks or real estate or anything like that. That's probably why. So exactly. So if we don't have people in our country who can teach it, how are we supposed to learn it without your own will? That's what amazes me is it just seems like the people that get into it, they 
have either inherited that knowledge from their family or in a very rare scenario like Logan, yours is like you went out and looked for it yourself. In school, they didn't do that for me either. I went to a Catholic school, so a little bit more structure. Private? Yeah, private school. Like everyone wore same uniforms. I mean, it wasn't like Hogwarts where they had like blazers, but I mean, you had freaking like, like a golf shirt. Um, In the summer, we could wear shorts, which was pretty dope, but we were able to wear like athletic shoes when it was warm. Cold weather, it was insane. We had to wear a fucking button down with a striped tie, a blue and yellow striped tie, um, long khaki pants and like dress shoes. Kids would try and get away with Sperry's. I was a big Sperry guy. Sperry's are comfortable. I'm not going to deny it. And I'm shameless in saying that I actually wore my high school Sperry's to work today. Fuck yeah. I mean, dude, those shits rock. And anyone who's listening from uh, Catholic Central is going to say the same thing. They're like, yeah, the Sperry's were fucking rocking in the wintertime. Sperry's were clutch, weren't they? Yes. And then my, my one dude, this is actually an interesting story talking about how kids acted. You know, my my literally my best friend from back home, Nick Stimpert, love the guy. He is going to be listening to this, so shout out to him. He was the first guy that I ever knew who started to focus on his personal style. Mm-hmm. Like he would go in to, we had one day out of the week where we could dress down. Like on Fridays, this is a scam by the way, you would pay a dollar to the school in order to wear whatever you wanted. If you didn't pay, you got a detention and then a warning and then a suspension. If I'm not mistaken, private school tuition is pretty pricey. That's it. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's you know, expensive. It's like, wow, the bare minimum is, uh, you, you could at least give us one day, you know? Right. But no, it was a dollar more. So wow. you think about it, like well, 300 well, kids in the school, they profit $300 a week. This, the scammer in me says, how do they know that you paid? Dude, you know, it's actually funny that you say that because a lot of us wouldn't. Yeah. We would like, they would, there would be like a manila yellow em- envelope that the teachers would walk around with, but usually they would make a kid do it. Mm-hmm. Actually, my little sister was in the class with my friend Nick when he did this act specifically. But, um... My little sister Madeline told me that she would walk around with the envelope the teacher would make her, and you would put your money in it, and my friend Nick would dip his hand into the envelope, pretend that he put money, and then take it out. Worked every time. She wouldn't call him out on it. Fuck yeah. But uh, And that's not the story. The story is he would dress super nice in these, you know, fr- they were called Friday dress downs, and everyone used to, like, make fun of him for it. Mm-hmm. They, like, he would wear, like, I remember he was the first dude to wear like Timberlands in the winter and not like the, the, like the brown ones. He was wearing like all black Timberlands or like Chelsea boots with, you know, like black ripped skinny jeans. He was a huge, and he still is a huge shoe head, all types of retros. Like the day they drop, he was on them. He was doing this when he was like 16, 17 and like stepping out in class. Dudes would make fun of him. Like his own friends who probably aren't his friends anymore would like blast him for it and be like, dude, like you're such a fucking idiot. Look at you, look at what you're wearing. And they would be wearing the school's like football roster shirt God. and some sweatpants. <laughs> and it's like, dude, like you're not doing any better. Yeah. Well, you know? is he still on the same vibe to this day? 100%. Okay, he he always, you, he's all right. He's always constantly changing his approach and doing stuff that quite honestly, no one else is mm-hmm. like, dude, He's got like the jewelry and that like he he's always doing something like crazy with his hair, you know, and not crazy in a bad way, but crazy creative, you know, like he's always changing his look and people to this day question him. He's like, dude, I don't give a shit. Yeah. 
I was know? I was kind of in a similar situation in middle school. I was I was stuck at a preparatory school. That didn't last very long for me, but we had to wear like um these brown Sperry's, I think they were some I remember having to wear like these weird brown pants and a matching like white button up with and your hair couldn't be below your ears and mine always yep. was. Yep. Same. Uh, you couldn't have any any tattoos. I think that's pretty normal. Yeah. Um, it was a middle school, so I'm okay with that rule actually. <laughs> if they had some tattoos, I, the you, first thing I would ask is, "How the hell did you get a tattoo?" Yeah, <laughs> you can't have like. Well, you're, for me, you're 13. You can't have any facial hair, right? But I had a beard in like sixth grade. Oh Damn. man, yeah, you couldn't have any facial hair. This man was pumping with fucking testosterone I, ever <laughs> since he came out the wound. I that is wound, insane. I swear to God, man, it, we were 11. I remember the first time he walked into our math class. All right. I shit you not. He had the most long, <laughs> greasy hair, but he had a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> I'm sitting here at eleven. I'm, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm fucking sitting. I'm like, it is ten thirty in the goddamn morning, and, and there's a grown man sitting next to me. Bro, this was this was right after I got kicked out of my my old middle school. Oh my god, I, I, that's where. Hey, shout out, shout out, middle school. That's where I became a businessman. I told you the stories of making the, the local news. Dude, get into it. Get <laughs> oh into my. it. This shit's crazy. All right. Hopefully this isn't an open case, but just for this podcast, I'll get into it. All right. The story goes back to sixth grade. I was 11-year-old Logan, and I was hungry for money. So me and my friends, not, I won't say their names, but we had this Are idea. Are they in the room? No. <laughs> is, the, is the entity in the room with us? <laughs> no, this was, this was before I met Robert Earl. Okay. This was way before. All right. This was like first quarter, middle school year, sixth grade year. Uh, we have Kool-Aid. Like, we would always bring around these little bottles of water. We'd put our little Kool-Aid packet in and kind of keep it from there. Well, one day we had an idea. There was a girl who wanted Kool-Aid, and she, she offered to buy it, so we sold it to her for $0.25, cents. Um, it got to the point where it wasn't enough sugar, so these kids weren't going to buy. So we had the idea <laughs> to where if we could get little Ziploc bags, we could put Kool-Aid and sugar, mix it up, and it'd have a white substance that we called Happy Crack. Happy so, crack. Happy crack. <laughs> happy crack was the craze in 2013, so, man. God, dude. So we had this little, um, it started off small. Uh, we'd deal it around, deal it in class, deal it in the bathroom, deal it at lunch. Well, then the kids, they, they liked it. So I had to get workers, obviously. What, like any, yeah, like any, Yeah, like any owner would do. So I had <laughs> two guys, my close friends working. Pretty sure they had their girls working for them. I'm sure they had other people. Like, as long as I got my profit, I didn't care what they did with the product. So we'd make this product. Um, I would sell, like, my mom would pack my lunch or whatever, and I'd sell my lunch at school so I could have money to buy this Kool-Aid at Walmart and then flip it, bag it, sell it, 25, 50, 50 cents a pop. Well, somebody or some parent got mad because these kids started snorting it like they would smoke Smarties. They started snorting the stuff to be wow. funny. And How like, dare they get mad about that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not even a problem at this point. So the principal starts asking around school. Granted, we were some, we were some, some, some G kids, man. Nobody snitched. Nobody said anything. Um, I mean, respect, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, nobody, <laughs> nobody broke. That's street code right there, man. That is street code. At the same time, though, I don't think anybody really knew it was me. That's probably it yeah, too. Because I was I wasn't a very popular kid. I was just a bad kid. So yeah. it ended up like getting off to other schools. So by the time I had gotten kicked out of my old middle school for whatever else it was, I didn't even get caught for that. By the time I made it to this middle school where I met Robert Earl, um, it was already at that school. So they had happy crack dealing around that school and I 
I looked it up the last few days and it made it all the way up to North Carolina. Like it was everywhere. Right. Yeah. We <laughs> looked it up a couple weeks ago and it legitimately made it like deep into the country. It's like a nationwide thing, yeah. which makes me question if you were the one that actually came up with this. It may. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have the same ideas. I mean, yeah. I mean, kids are going to see Kool-Aid and snort it regardless. Like I didn't come up with smoking Smarties, but kids did it. Like, I, I can't believe that kind of shit went. Yeah. Honestly. It was, that's crazy. May, maybe I was the founder, maybe I wasn't. Regardless, I got paid. Regardless, the board man <laughs> got paid. He got paid. That is crazy to me. And you were how old? 11, 10. Oh my God. Same thing, like, if, if we were on lunch, like, the, uh, there was this one teacher I used to call Miss, um, Miss Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Roethlisberger, she looked look like Big Ben. Well, uh, <laughs> she would, um, <laughs> they would walk in the lunchroom. What the fuck are you talking about? I swear, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Roethlisberger, man. She was oh. second string for the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, not even first that. string. She was, oh. she was second string. Fuck that bitch. Dude, I got she would walk in, she would walk in the lunchroom, and they would always give us these shitty, rotten apples and rotten oranges, and as soon as she'd turn her head, I would chunk it across the room, and it would explode on the wall. Oh and I never got caught, because their cameras didn't work. I did this at least three times a day. I would just like run around grabbing kids' rotten oranges and just chucking them at the walls. That is insane. I only lasted two quarters there. <laughs> what the? I wasn't at that school very long. Yeah, I wonder why. I mean, you were an absolute menace. That is a to menace to society. No, I, <laughs> you call the bitch Miss Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane to me. If dude. I was a teacher and some eleven-year-old kid who probably had more hair on. More hair than probably her husband called me Miss Roethlisberger. <laughs> I would raise absolute hell. Oh, yeah. I would think that I was in fucking purgatory, man. <laughs> Bro, like, I can go on for days about this school. Look, I also got, I got detention for this. So you know how, like, kids, like, they pants each other, right? Like, 10-year-old kids, like, you run around, like, you embarrass somebody, pull down their pants them in the middle of the gym. That is life-altering yeah. shit when you're 10. They were doing that, like, and there was a kid who pants me, so I'm not going to be a bitch. So I waited until the middle of gym, gym class. He was right in the middle. All the girls were out playing volleyball, playing basketball, whatever. Got him right there. And then all of a sudden, they wrote, they wrote it up like I was uh, sexually harassing the students. I, I, I mean... I mean, she called, like, Miss Roethlisberger called my mom and everything. And I had to <laughs> fucking explain to her why I was pulling down the pants of other male students. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that, I think that parents kind of, like... Yeah. I don't know what was... I don't know what was, like, a... Um, a, like a bullying offense when our parents were in school. Yeah. But I have a feeling they were pantsing back oh, yeah, then definitely. too. I yeah. mean, damn, that's crazy. I never, now like I don't even have anything to really add to this because, oh, a couple of reasons. One, I was homeschooled until I was in high school, mm -hmm. which a lot of people don't know about me, but I constantly talk about it on podcasts. I didn't go to normal school until I was a freshman in, in awesome. high school. Yeah, but it was also kind of weird. It's actually a miracle that I'm as communicative as I am well, I, now. That's what I was going to say. I mean, like, how drastic of a change was that? You know, going it was crazy. To high school? Yeah, it was crazy. Like, you know, you didn't know um, anybody, did you? Not a soul. Wow. I, I knew I knew one I knew one kid who I had met in Well, I guess I met a couple kids in the summer cuz I played basketball. So I was in like the summer camp. But those those dudes like the majority of them like thought I was weird. And to be honest, I was like, I didn't really know how to act or, or how to handle myself. And so, you know, think about this day one of high school, you know, everyone is waiting 
to be like allowed into home rooms and everyone's early cause it's day one, you know? So I walk into a, you know, a, a crowded hallway in like the, the front lobby of the school, whole school's there. And I just went in there and sat by myself. Cause I was like, dude, I don't know any of these kids and they're all standing in circles. You know, how that goes. And, um, you know, dude, this is, this is the story of, you know, me really meeting my best friend, same dude I was talking about, Nick, you know, this kid, he didn't care that I was like a weirdo. He was one of the very popular kids in the school, had been there since he was a young, like a kindergartner. And he came over to me and was talking to me. And it turns out we lived up the street from each other, became best friends and never looked back. Yeah. I talked to him every day. Like last night we were on the phone, like awesome dude. But dude, like it was crazy because it took me like two years to kind of like let every kid in the school realize like, okay, like I'm not that weird. I just had never been around humans in that kind of environment before. So I caught on and then I also was playing sports. So like, like junior year, I was playing basketball and then like girls would see me. This was the biggest clout for me, by the way, when I was a junior, like no one really knew I was playing until the the day of a game where we got to like wear our jerseys during the, the school day. And, um, this one girl was like, Oh, you play basketball. And I like thought to myself, like, I'm in <laughs> like, it was like the, and then like every girl, all of a sudden girls were like acknowledging that I had a, a beating heart in, in history class. I'm like, Oh my God, Luke, you um, have a basketball shirt. Oh my on. God, Luke, you play basketball. Really? Right. And dude, the th- the funniest part about it was I was awful. <laughs> so bad. I, I, I mean, I was, as a junior, I was playing JV and then quit before senior year. Yeah. So like I, I stunk, but it, helped me kind of get in and so the back half of high school I started doing bad shit yeah like fun bad shit though because I had friends who were also bad and we just had a blast dude like we had tournaments in our high school bathroom with a like a crumpled up piece of tape which was like rubbery so it bounced and we would take our school planners and use them as rackets and literally play like wall ball and you'd play to 21 and for some reason you had to take your shirt off to play which was a little bit questionable (laughs) I'll admit. If that would have happened down here in the good old Bible Belt and you guys would all gotten sent to conversion therapy, I swear yeah. to God. Well, man. you know, like but I this said. This was a Catholic school. Oh, yeah, Catholic school. Yeah, man. So, you know how we got caught up? This is bullshit. I, I'm still mad at this kid to this day, so I won't put his name out there. But um, me and, like, the other, like, I was, like, one of the orchestrators of this. I was, like, the commissioner of the league. And then there was another guy who would, like, run it, too. And we had a huge group text with, like, 30 guys. No bullshit. And these kids would say like, hey, like fifth period, 1225, you know, we're going to start running games, get there. And everyone would just like, from all <laughs> classrooms, they would just leave and go to the upstairs bathroom or the downstairs bathroom, wherever the venue was. Downstairs bathroom had bouncier walls, so it was a tougher, <laughs> it was a tougher venue, you know. But um, dude, the way that we got caught was someone took a picture of me and the other like co-commissioner and we were just, you know, tarps off in the fucking bathroom, like flexed up, like standing with our fucking ball and racket, like just like posted up. And dude, someone took that saved picture from the story, screenshotted it and put it on every wallpaper of every computer in the school. Oh, shit. <laughs> every single one. Dude, literally the teachers were on it in five minutes. They were like, what's this? The girls immediately snitched on us because they saw it on Snap every day and were sick of it. And me, I remember them like it was yesterday, and I hope they're listening. Maybe not, but it was me, a kid named Morty, 
and a kid named Dan. So me, Morty, and Dan, out of 30 kids, were the only guys who went down for it. And dude, we did not crack. Fuck yeah. Our, our principal, meanest fucking dude that I've ever met. It's a whole different story, actually. I saw him after high school and had a really like profound like conversation with him. But that's for another day. Um, this principal is sitting with the three of us in the office. And we're trying so hard not to laugh because he's looking at us, pacing back and forth. And he looked like uh, he looked like the grasshopper from A Bug's Life, so it was really hard to take him serious. <laughs> like that ass is what he looked like. Look it up. He looked like the fucking general. You talking about that <laughs> yeah. one? The one dude. Yes. Oh my god. He looked crazy, and so it was, it was so hard to take him serious, especially when he was mad. It was like funny. So he's like, um, "We're in the office," and he's real somber. He's like, "Man, you know, I just can't believe you boys. You know, you guys come from good homes, except for you, Luke, literally." And he goes, "Um." Man, I just I just really expected more from you. A fucking racquetball tournament, boys. <laughs> and we're like 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 holding back laughs, you know. He's like, "You think this shit's funny?" And we were all like, mm, "Yeah." I mean, you know? <laughs> and so he dude, it was a it was a long 3 days. We got suspended or not it was in school suspension. Yeah. So oh. like we had to sit in the school and just vibe out for 3 full days, which was Probably the closest I hope I ever get to prison. Yeah. It was bad, man. We were just sitting in there. Had to do our work. Fuck that, man. Yeah. Especially what? This was your senior year of high school? Yep, I was yeah, a senior. Dude, dude, who the fuck does work their senior year? No, I okay, didn't. Okay, actually, I'm talking a lot of shit. I, I was the nerd who decided to take a bunch of AP classes. I mean, good. I mean, yeah, it was good, but I again, as we were talking about earlier, I didn't learn jack shit from it. Right. Still, still it was you, useless. Still doesn't make you cool. So to, Yeah, so to every <laughs> fucking kid who acted like they were hot shit because they were in the smart classes in high school, pound it up your fucking ass because honestly, it didn't help you one bit. And I bet you that if you're listening and this was you, you're probably saying that's right. However, I do see a lot of my friends from high school who were AP students who went on to become doctors. Like I actually, this one girl uh, just became a doctor and I saw it on Instagram and I was like, that makes a whole lot of sense because she grinded. Mm -hmm. But she was grinding in high school without all of that AP shit. Yeah. She was just mentally motivated. A lot of those kids are doing the same shit that I'm doing, if not worse. Shout out to the people who took all these classes just to talk about how stressed they were. Literally, fuck you. Fuck everything you stand for because I got sick and tired of hearing it. Bro, you know, the I got so sick of girls posting their notes on Snapchat. Oh, man, don't even get me started, that man. Shit, and that shit happened in college, too, and happens to this day. If you're a note poster... You need to change what you post. And I'm just going to leave it there. You just got to stop doing it. Give us some variety, Janelle, please. <laughs> Logan's girlfriend is in the studio right now just like covering her mouth. I bet you, Are you a note poster? Uh, maybe a couple times. Yeah, see, she's a note poster. You got to quit that shit. That, You're that failing so, college oh algebra. God. Just stop posting. Yeah, exactly. Take some time to study. They exactly. Caught her ass out on air. Get off snap, dude. Get off snap. That shit's crazy. I don't know, man. The past, like... Good. High school, man, I, I I did have fun. Yeah. Looking back, there was some funny shit. Majority of it was misery. Well, I'm so happy I'm Let out. me tell you, you haven't, you didn't miss out on much, man. Like, what you did, I envy. Like, I wanted to be homeschooled. So, so devil's advocate, I went to elementary school, middle school, all that. I, the only friend I've kept, I didn't keep any friends from elementary school. They haven't done anything. Um, The only friend I've kept from middle school, really, is Trey, sitting right next to me now. Shout out. And then... After that, Lamb, Ian, 
everybody else. I mean, we're cool with people, but as far as like hitting me up on a daily basis, that's that's my three. Dude, if you have one guy who still hangs out with you from high school, you've honestly won out. Yeah. And maybe you should rethink that one guy. I don't think in our scenarios we should think that, but I know that there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, I got this guy who I still know from high school and he sucks. Yeah. Like that happens. I refuse to keep anybody around who I don't like. I'm a big advocate of not doing that. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I mean, um, that's just a time in our life that's now over, but like those are funny stories. Thank God it's over, man. Yeah. Oh man, the past though. What's, what's some what's some middle school stories of us? Do you middle school? Okay, so the way that me and him became friends was the weirdest thing ever. So, Call of Duty, every kid plays it. Oh God. man, COD Ghost, the worst Call of Duty that came out. Yeah, both of us played it a shit ton. But both we of had us the had most an Xbox. Fun. But we had so much fucking fun. On Hell yeah, it. we were running Clan Wars from class. Yeah, we were like, hey man. You see that update for Clan Wars? Yeah, dude, we're behind by like 50 fucking points. What's your fucking <laughs> I forgot problem? About Clan Wars. <laughs> you know, and then he watched South Park, I watched South Park, which is yep. which explains a lot about how we turned out. Yeah, we it tells a whole lot. Eleven. Legendary show. Yeah. But I, like the way that me and him became friends was super weird too. Because whenever he showed up, everybody knew him. Like all the kids that I was friends with, he went to what he was, was he? probably hot shit because he had a beard Damn when he was 11. Straight, Oddly, though, see, I didn't really talk to these people that much. Like, I was see, at a whole but, different school. But, like, these are the kids the that you grew up with, though. You, yeah. You played ball with That's them. True. Oh, you, yeah, you did, did everything with them. That's true. So I'm like, who the fuck is this kid? You know, all, all my friends were talking to him. And I, I'll be honest, I thought, I was like, man, this fucking asshole, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he walks into my, and then. Next thing I know, it's like, oh, hey, man, you play COD? I was like, hell yeah, I play COD. <laughs> <Don't talk. laughs> we fucking get on Xbox, play, keep talking back and forth. And then I, lo and behold, I, one of my best friends before that who we were really cool so he started being an asshole. We, we, we got in like a huge fight. I said, man, fuck this guy. Yeah, so as you should. Me and him started hanging out. Next thing I know... I'm spending, like, every fucking day at his fucking house. We start skipping school to hang out at, at his house and, and do shit at his house. He That's he, when you know. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. You know, he, he he got me to play football my freshman year, which I had no intention of playing football. I kind it of enjoyed damn it. good. I, yeah? I kind of enjoyed it, you know. I really like lifting weights, so. But he got me to play football, and I was like, all right, man, fuck it. You know, we, we still here. He, he started driving. This motherfucker. Pulled up to my house every single day in this old raggedy ass Chevy, and he's like, "Hey man, you try to go do something?" Yes, dude. I'm like, bro, no, but I mean, you're here, so yeah. I'm that guy that doesn't want to do anything. Yeah, but this motherfucker has dragged me across the fucking country at this point. That's awesome, considering, oh, yeah. dude. Logan is the most down to hang dude of all time. I love That's hanging out with people that are down to hang. He just won't sit still. That's why. That's nope. it. I'm starting to think that we got to get him some fucking Vivants or something, man. He <laughs> the will problem, not sit still. You know what the problem is? Is he expects his free time to be everyone else's free yeah. time too, bro? Don't even get me started. Like when bro. Logan's free, it's like, bro, we're going, we're going, let's go. I'm like, dude, it's it's noon on Tuesday. Like, I get it's your off day, but I'm working. Like, you know? No, he he would call me as soon as I get done with class, like especially last semester, because this is when you were still working at Target, right? Yeah. He had the weirdest off days. Yeah. He had the weirdest fucking Scary. off days, man. So, oh, yeah. So it was like a Wednesday afternoon. He, he's like, hey, man, you got anything you're doing tomorrow? I'm like, on a Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing shit on a Thursday. He's like, oh, I was trying to get you to come over. Tuesdays hey, and Thursdays I mean, are my weekends. It's facts. Dude, I, I, I love to bash you, Logan, but I mean, that is a great mindset to have. Yeah. I, I do appreciate that about you. It's like, 
you know, so many people, they got all these fucking excuses and like, dude, I'm a busy guy, but you know, my free time, if I have to choose between like sitting in the crib or going out and being with friends, 1000%, it really doesn't even matter what it is, but my free time is always going to be allocated to creating memories with other people. Yeah. And you know, dude, on that, on that subject, man, we, we did that tonight. We made a, we made a hell of a podcast tonight. Hell yeah, man. Honestly, this shit was, this shit was good. <laughs> Trey, man, Robert Earl, the third, the third happy birthday, bro. Yeah. How old are you? 19. I just turned 19. I'm bro, still a young man. That's insane to me. You guys are so, We're so I'm saying it like I'm way older, but dude, like 19 sounds like a complete different planet. Sounds like ages ago for you, I bet. Dude, I don't know, man. All I know is that you guys have super bright futures. Trey, you're a you're a great hang. Like you're fun as hell to hang around. So I'm also the biggest fucking nerd you'll ever talk to. Hey man, entire life. Next time, next time you come on, let's get into that. We we yeah. could have got dude. There, I, I honestly think that we need a, a guy named Robert Earl to be a recurring guest. Oh, yeah. Bro, like, okay. I think that that just is a given at this point. I mean, he makes me come over here all the time. So it's like, it's a 45-minute drive. I might as well stop by. Hey, bro, when you're in town, you're always welcome. Once you're a guest, you you get a you get a, a recurring invite to come back whenever you want. But it's really, it's on our time and not yours. So mm-hmm. that's how that works, you know. Hey, man, as long as I get the T-shirt at the end, it's all good, dude. <laughs> oh, that's in back order. It, it, <laughs> I told your agent this before we started. It's it's coming. It's coming. It's on its way. You guys know I'm a busy guy, you know? I mean, obviously. I come from a very busy, busy area. Yeah, I mean, you just got your truck squatted last yeah, week. So. Um, <laughs> you know, I got to get the windows tinted, and I got to have the bass so high you can't hear the lyrics, but you can hear the fucking sounds. Perfect. From 20 miles away. Perfect. Hey, listen. Another great show in the books. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Man, let's keep it rolling. Everyone... Party hard this week. Work hard next week. Get drunk. I'm getting drunk for your birthday, Trey. Probably by the time this comes out and you're listening to it, I'll be absolutely slaughtered for Trey's birthday. Man, this has been Loosely Attached. We will see you guys next time. Hey, hey, hey.